This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You have a subject, but it's you think it's heavy? Sort of. I feel like... Um, Too heavy? No. Like, sometimes I try to look, look at other couples and... So my subject was, when you have been given forgiveness in your relationship... Ooh. How you should act after being forgiven. So you... You... You did something to upset your spouse. It could be on a level of one to get the frig out. All right, so. And you've been forgiven for whatever it is. Okay. How do you act towards that person afterwards? Like, do you realize? Wait, wait, wait. so are you, go ahead. Do you realize the person that you scorned or crossed or hurt doesn't have to forgive you? Like, don't you think after that moment that that you have felt forgiveness, and and you're 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 given a clean slate, one that's it's it's hard and you got to work all the time a little harder on your marriage. Which, by the way, people, it's constant. I don't know who told you that when you get married, you're locked and loaded and everything's great all the time. Like, it's a constant relationship in work. Like with kids, you know, they go off and they're, they're not in your face all the time. Right. You're, you're with this person all, all, not all the time, but then eventually you are going to be with this person all the time. Don't you think you should start to learn to like each other now? Or are you waiting for the game to end? All right, so are you, are you referring to... All right, so I'm not referring to any particular person. No, 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 I know, I know you're not. Like, what I'm saying is oh. you start off with, okay, uh, a forgiven thing. All right, so let's say I... Are you talking about... Because there's been circumstances where we know people and in... Uh, I won't say us. We'll just say, okay, uh, one of them did something the wife didn't like and the wife now was like I, I don't want you here but it wasn't cheating it wasn't a drug addiction it was just no I don't want to get into 
specifics because it could be like I said. I know, but be, if could, I cheat on you, that's a that's a big. I know, but hold on. It doesn't matter if you came home drunk and pissed me off. Hmm. Let's. That's a, that wouldn't piss me off. You got arrested for. If I peed on the couch, you would piss you off. <laughs> if, if we had to get up at seven in the morning to drive your mom somewhere, and I was like, I can't do this, like, then yeah, I would piss you off. Like something that hurt your feelings, whether it was. Oh, oh here's one. Okay. Let's just say we're in a heated argument, and um, you call me stupid. Okay. Like. I, I usually I go just, to nuts and crazy, but okay. Right, like it just—I'm not talking about us. I'm talking in general. In general, you—you you just, just hurt my feelings. We—we—we we, we weren't talking about insulting each other. We were fighting about something that okay. was important and big or whatever. It doesn't—it that's on a level different than cheating. But when you package it all together, you've hurt the person you vowed to care for through thick or thin. You've said you're sorry. You said you were gonna change. You're gonna walk the walk. You got how, and trust me, again, I will stand in first in line to be, it is very difficult for me to say I'm sorry. And it's very difficult for me to change my ways. I, I try though. But like when you've been given forgiveness of the person you have hurt, whether it is a terrible, terrible hurt or right. a yeah. you weren't paying attention hurt. Right. Regardless, you hurt the person that you vowed to love forever, sure. no matter what. Yeah. How do you act after they've forgiven you? Do you go back into your old pants? Do you still um do you have a heightened awareness yeah do you have a heightened awareness or are you like like can you reflect on a moment when you're like damn i should i'm so lucky i am where i am today because if you know i was married to somebody else i've been kicked out of the house 25 times like you're with somebody that forgave you I'm not sure there's anyone else on the face of the planet that would that, that would put up with or that. Would forget. Yeah. Um, so you're well. There's two things there. There's like I know people that have been forgiven for little things and bigger things. And then what happens is, okay, now you you choose to be a better path. I'm going to be. Uh, why are you? What are you doing? I know. In the background, you're going to hear me making dinner because I'm going to run out of time and I'm going to be crabby. <laughs> okay. So it's okay. If you're talking, you should be able to hear me scraping goo off the pot. <laughs> um, well, I think if I, if, I, if I did something wrong, right? Now I'm, gonna, now I'm gonna go, okay. I'm gonna do my best to, to be better, be well, I, and I'm gonna- I'm working at it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You we're know, both working. Maybe we're both getting therapy. Maybe we're not yeah. getting therapy. Maybe I'm just doing everything I can 
to go, you know what, I shouldn't do this because this might really hurt her or piss her off. You know what, I'm not doing anything wrong, but maybe now I lost her trust value. I can't even go get a bagel without her going, Oh really? You're going to get a bagel? Oh sure. And that's where it all leads to because you're really just going to go see her and you don't want to be with me. As Kinnison would do like, Is that what you're doing? Uh, is that what you're doing? Is that what you want to do? Is that it? You know, you have that lost trust. It's just like a kid. If a kid, if your, your daughter or your son, mm-hmm. uh, you go, all right, you go on the party. Now you know they're going to party there. You know they're probably going to... Maybe they're gonna smoke pot. Now they do mollies. Be careful of that. There's a thing called molly, which is like the new ecstasy that's all over. What is that? I, it's like ecstasy. The kids are taking it. It's man-made and it's just a bunch of drugs. Don't take drugs! And they, you know, and they rave all night or whatever. What does rave mean? What does rave mean? What do you mean they rave? You know, like rave part. I don't know. They dance. Listen, I don't have any, uh... Well, you brought it up. Well, rave, they call it rave parties. So they take drugs and they stay up all night and, I don't know, rave and they listen to rave music. Do, 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 do. I guess so, I don't know. I know someone's laughing at me right now because I'm so uneducated by this, but. Yeah, it's a rave party. We do drugs and stay up to 5 a.m. and. Everybody listening, don't tell your children we don't know what that's called. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta pretend, we have to pretend that we know so our kids are always on alert, but then the day we really don't. So anyway, what I was gonna say was, so you let your kid go to the party. Now you go, you're not gonna drink, right? Tell me you're not gonna drink. Why are you going to the, well, I just wanna go. And then they come home, they're, they're smashed. They clearly have been drinking. They said they were at a bonfire and that's why they smell like smoke. Uh, poor Axe, that was the best. Why do you smell like cologne? <laughs> oh, oh, yo, Bobby had it in his bag and we were fooling around with it. We were fooling around with the cologne yeah. and it spilt I'm all sorry. over? Did you really think I'm gonna buy that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like okay. to buy, I was at a bonfire for I'm full of shit, please. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, I have the funniest story. Now I'm gonna segue off for a second. Go ahead. I remember, I remember having, I used to take my car into the woods in Florida and I wanted, you know, I, I would think that I was cool because my Ford Granada could could go down the same paths these four-wheel trucks could. They would go mudding in the we middle of the night. Mud, yeah, I, I knew those guys, yeah. And, you know, of course we had alcohol. And I, <gasps> I don't know why, but I stuck this giant empty bottle of Jack Daniels in my trunk. So this one night, I'm out mudding in my car, and what I kind get, of car? My Ford Granada, and I get I get stuck. So now I got to be rescued by my parents, who are so pissed. And of course, my dad's cleaning out my car, and he finds the bottle, and he's like, "What's this?" I'm like, "Oh, I found it in the woods and thought it was pretty." <laughs> I still look back My parents The worst punishment Was that they just Laughed at me The whole time And made me feel Like such a <laughs> They never grounded Well I was grounded Forever But But they never Yelled at me They just Looked at me like You are A dummy And that Hurt worse Than being grounded 
I just hated that feeling of being like you dumb dumb. So you here just we are think now. you're so smart. You think you're so. You think you're so smart, and your parents smart. don't know what the why the bottle of Jack Daniels was in the trunk of your car. <laughs> I found it while you're in the woods. I was gonna put. I was gonna put. I was gonna pulpery make it a flower. It. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna put pulpery in it and start a new brand, Jack Daniels. I thought it was cool. Oh my god, that's really funny. Dumb, dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> really funny. So, anyway, so but now you lose your trust in your kid. Yeah. And now every time that kid goes out, you go, I don't believe you one bit. And they go, you have to trust. And the only... chance. Right, you don't even give me a chance. Now the only way they gain back your trust is being consistent, nonstop. And so with a relationship, consistency. It's, yes. Consistency. So you, so you work really hard together. And, and and does it mean like one person, so the forgiver, does the forgiver now take an upper hand in the relationship? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, so that's, now that that's a big every one. time, and, and agreeably so because you become now, you put up a, a protected barrier because you never want that thing to happen to you again. Because you'll feel foolish. Yeah, because you feel like a dum-dum. And degraded. And, um, so, I, you know, and nobody thinks you're a dum-dum well, when that stuff happens to you because I think the, you do get blindsided. I do hear women that, or men, that are like, I didn't see it coming. I'm like, come on. No, they really didn't see it coming. Sometimes they don't. And sometimes they were, they're too wrapped yeah, up in their world. Sometimes the devil gets their spouse, but, and, and their spouse doesn't even, you know, understand. But anyway, um, how you, you have now been forgiven of whatever you did. You're trying to mend your relationship and it's difficult and it's constant and it, it will be like that probably forever. So what do you, do you go back to your, do you go back to your old ways or like where? It depends on the situation. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm, if I did something wrong, right. And we, we would have this in the past where we weren't as severe as as that, but or or, or losing trust. It was more different issues, mm-hmm. and I would say, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And you go, "You always say sorry. I don't want to say sorry." Yeah, stop saying sorry. Stop saying sorry. Just do better. it. And um, and I would think I'm doing all you can. Okay, I got a funny example, and I actually start doing this on stage. If you say, clean the bedroom while I'm gone, can you do me a favor and clean the bedroom? Now, in my head, cleaning the bedroom is I make the bed, uh, I shut some drawers, and it, it looks amazing. To, to me, I, the, me, in my world, I have just cleaned the bedroom. And I'm I'm actually waiting for you to come home and uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be all hopped up like oh my god thank you so much for cleaning the bed it was an event for me I was listening to music I was uh, dancing around I was singing I'm like this is so great I, was, I f- it feels good to clean the bedroom and you go you did nothing what did you do now I'm pissed because you didn't even acknowledge what I did. 
but you're pissed because I didn't clean it to the way you wanted it. How do you not, how do you see this as clean? See, now this is, that's two different worlds, and you, sometimes the other partner has to be a little specific, even with kids. If I go, hey, listen, clean the bathroom. All right, what does that mean? What I'm not saying is clean the bathroom. What I'm saying is, can you clean the floor? It's disgusting. Can you do something with the toilet? Scrub the toilet. Also, the mirrors, just go on the mirror. Give them all spit. If you send a man to the grocery store and say, pick up the milk, don't assume that I know exactly what the milk is and what who makes it. And uh, it's, it's Stonyfield Organic Reduced Fat Milk. I'm just... I need specifics. I need a GPS to tell me exactly what it is. I, so my point is... I get that. Specifics. But this is on a different level of responsibility towards the person that you love. That stuff is not stuff that will break up your marriage. Like buying the wrong milk and like it's not going to break up your marriage. When you, got, when you have come to an issue that is... Hurting the person's self-esteem, their heart, their trust, the important fabrication that holds together a marriage. When you start when you when you start to untwine from each other and one of those strands breaks, how do you get back, like you said, the trust? It's not about the There's only one way. There's a two thing here, if you ask me. There's the figure, the forgiver and you the forgiving. Yes, all right, let's like, take the forgiver. Let's take the forgiver. The forgiver has to really, really in their heart want to forgive. Now they don't have to forgive immediately because to me, you gotta go through an emotional thing. This is traumatizing. So it could be like death, you first go through Sadness, then you go through anger, then you go through resentment. This son of a bitch, I'm home doing this, and that may hit you on a stupid little, you could be out uh, taking a walk and you see a tree and the way the shadow cast it reminds you of, oh, it reminds me of uh, the shadow of the day when I found out about this situation. And then you can't stand, what I'm saying is you're going through emotions. So the forgiver, has to also realize you may want to forgive forever, but you're gonna struggle no matter what. Mm -hmm. And it may take time for full-blown forgiveness. It may take days, months, years before you can honestly say, yeah, that's so far in the past and so buried and we really moved on. That That's a... What happened? What'd you do? You messed up? Yeah. What'd you do? I just put the wrong ingredients together. I just have to start over. Dang uh, it. Yeah, that's what you get. Trust. Yeah, I know. I, I can't walk and talk at the same time. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I get that. You know what I mean? So that's the forgiver is going to go through a lot of emotions. And they're not, they may not be prepared for some of those emotions. And then they're going to take it out on the person. So that's why I want to get to the one that blew it. I'm glad you said that because it, it brings my subject back to the forgiven. Do you realize, do you fully 120% realize what you did 
to make that person now think, look at you, and honestly feel for you in a totally different package. You, you have broken something and you've been given a second chance. Fight, 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 fight for if, if, if you really want to make it work. But does the forgiver want to make it work? Because then you're... That's what I'm saying. That's, that's a big... Like, are you going for resentment, revenge? Are you going to... Because that's, that's a natural thing too. And what, do you ever heal? Do you ever really heal? Yeah, do you ever really heal? Because there's triggers all the time now. No matter what, there's triggers. Well, there's always going to be triggers in... In everything. In everything. Like, uh, you and I can find triggers in, in, in stuff. Like, I, I just... I don't can't think of anything off the top of my head, but... Is it harder to go through life feeling that you're never, ever, ever going to gain that person's love or trust again? Or is it harder in life that you're never fully going to love the person that hurt you the way maybe you did in the beginning? And I think sometimes it's okay. Like, I don't love you the way I loved you in the beginning. I love you 10 times more. Because of our grow, because of the pains we went through, and because of the hurdles and the battles and the war, the wars and the scars and like because we have that, I believe it makes us stronger as long as we continue to keep to stay tight. Yeah. Like when you and I start drifting, shit starts hitting the fan. Yes. I'm sorry, I swore again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And I know my D just dropped the yes bomb. Whoop, whoop, whoop. The S bomb has been dropped by Diana Brewer. <laughs> oh my god, there's protesters outside. Let, let's go talk to them. She's a neo-Nazi fake. What? <laughs> anyway, like Oh my god, you're human. Go figure. I know, but like friends would probably be laughing because she's like, oh, she says way worse than that. Trust me. I she, don't want she's, to say it on a radio. We're not on a radio. Or whatever. Whatever we're doing. She doesn't even know what this is or where to find it. She asks me all the time where I can find this. And I go. So that's, that's the part. Like, so are you both just butting heads like two stubborn asses all the time? Is one of you ever going to bend? Is one of you ever gonna put your pride in your back pocket? So, th so this union of marriage that's ordained by a higher power, the person who created so, you, are one of you ever gonna put your pride in your back pocket so that this, so you can conquer the great mystery of marriage? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, the only way I can answer that is through the 
great prophet and words of George Harrison. You're asking me if my love grow. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Don't, 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 don't. You don't know. That is a... The great prophet. What? The great prophet. Well, who's and to say he's not a prophet? Who's to say? Who's to say? I'm not getting all that. Yeah. Um, the great artist. Well... Who announces that someone's a prophet? Do they come along and go, I'm a prophet? No, you silly goose goose. Or do they put. A prophet is somebody who. Um, mm -hmm. I could be getting this one wrong. Mm -hmm. I, can, I, can I have a. Um, mm -hmm. What's it called on the millionaire show? Um, can I reach out to a. You can reach out to whoever you want. <laughs> a lifeline? You can reach out to a lifeline. I think. I think that word is debatable. That's all I'm saying. Um, you know, people say, well, you know, artists, well, where does the artist get that thought from to... It's an inner... I, it, that, that, you just triggered it. Mm -hmm. It's an inner... Um, I'm looking for the words. Stop, you're distracting me. Okay. It's an inner, like given voice mm -hmm. of which we all have right like if you listen to well yeah some of people don't know how to tap into it mm -hmm. um i don't know imagine there's no i'm just saying anyway uh we are getting distracted you know i always look at this i go this is how i look at marriage too where you are investing. That, yeah, that's a good one. You are investing a life, your life, of emotions, journey, sacrifice, bonding, friendship. You're investing that. And you can't underestimate that. And when you break that trust you're that person the other person you, you gotta stop it before it gets there you gotta stop it before it gets there what do you mean you, you get if you know it's coming you have to you have to find the strength to go listen I'm telling you right now it's heading this direction and I'm having feelings of wanting to do X, Y, Z. And the other person may go, well, then go do it, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm not saying it for that reasons. I'm just saying, I want us to continue. But now it's on you. Because I'm telling you where we're at. I can't take it anymore. And I want X, Y, Z. Yeah. And... What are we gonna, do you wanna do something about it? Because once you do something and you break that trust, yeah, the, bond the emotional goes. scar and it doesn't just is so damaging. Yeah, it damages it, the kids, it, it damages it, it, your families, friend. what about friends? your friends. Friends of, friends of ours that I'm like, oh, I, I'm devastated. Yes. Like, yeah. you were a role model. Yes. You, you, how did that happen? How did that happen? How did you not come to us? How did 
How did, How did they not have anybody to trust to go do, like, I, I would call my girlfriend and be like, I'm having terrible thoughts and I don't know what to, I, I can't stand him. Uh, you know, like, why don't you have a trustworthy friend that's going to lift the both of you up? Not go, hey, yeah, man, she's an a-hole to you. Just do it. That's yeah, my friend Larry. Larry always, like, he'll laugh. And when you hear someone else laugh, it's always... Oh, they can relate and they've been there. That, that's what always that laughter is. He'll go, he's a safe, <laughs> what you're saying he's, is he's a safe friend. Uh, he's yeah, not going to take you like down. Him. He's going to go, bro, yes. you got to do this and you got to do that. And then she has to be willing to do this. Pete Corielli was that way. Pete Corielli, I would go to Pete and be like, you know, D, blah, blah, blah. And he would go, bro, she's with the kids all day day stuck in her world because you're out here See, you're not looking at the whole picture and I got I, I have to say I would always I'd always really I, I really honored that side of Pete mm. and I really honored that side but praise God <clears throat> that you have somebody in your life like that you need somebody do you, do you ask yourself this do you have anybody that you can call and bleed on about what's going on. And, and that takes a lot of pride too, because you gotta break down a wall that you don't know, you don't want people really knowing that side of you. You have to show- Too bad you, we're human. I know, you have to show them the inside of your, your yucky and people don't like to do that. But like when you find a safe friend that's not judging you about what you say or what you do and what that other person does, like, if you find a safe person and they're giving you sound counsel, like... Here, for instance, I used to have... There was, there was a person that would call me up, right, and go, I am so pissed at my partner. I'm not going to say it's male or female. Okay, and this person, they, they, they don't do what I want them to do. What I need them what to I do. need them to do uh, we were at a family thing and this person didn't st uh, doesn't stick up and this person doesn't blah 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 and I want them to go and say this and say that and they need to say this to their to their family and they need to do this and, and I would go listen listen there's listen. the expectation exactly you get rid of expectation out of your marriage. You don't expect them to love you. You don't expect them to respect you. Earn it. You have to earn all of these things. Earn it. You have to be lovable. You earn it. You have to be respectful. Earn it. You have to be anything that you would expect. want done. Any, yeah, the minute you start expecting. You need to earn it. That's when you're at fault. You need to earn it. Like, and that took us a long time. It takes a lot of people a long time. But people it was are a not. Good rule. I have to say, out of everything, I I almost believe that one before trust because you can't have trust without no expectations. Mm -hmm. So like I, you can't expect a single freaking thing mm -hmm. from your loved one. You need you just, to earn it. You, or you need to ask. Yes. And if they don't give it to you when you ask, you yeah. need to be okay with that. Exactly. Well. Yes, because you are expecting them 
to obey your wishes. Like you, it's no different with raising children. Yeah, but concerning it, I could say, hey, listen, I need, I need some more, you know, I, I, I'm, I like being pet. I like being pet. So if I come to you and I go, I need. Affection. I need some affection. But I have to say, sometimes you don't say that and I know it. Right, and then you purposely don't do it? No, not purposely. Because it's, it's a pride thing within you and I'm trying to, and I'll come to you and I'm like, do you need affection? Just say it. Because you are expecting me to know your, your signs. And that's not, that's not okay. That's, you've broken the rules of engagement. You're expecting me to know when you need affection. Yes, sometimes, yeah. And then I get annoyed when you go, mm-hmm. do you need affection? And that pisses me off. Like, well, if you know I need it, why don't you just give it? No, that's not how it works. So that, and you're causing an argument. It's... <laughs> what is so bad about saying like, hey baby, you look super hot. Can we spend some time with each other later? Like, oh, I have it right now. You look very hot. I like the way you're cooking. I'm, and it's a turn on. <laughs> and I'm in my yoga pants. <laughs> and you're in the damn yoga pants. <laughs> that was so funny, by the way. Who's is your booga bugger? <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is sexual harassment right there. <laughs> um, All right, I'm measuring, so you have to talk. One. Well, I will talk. You know, again, just you got to do everything before it gets to that, to that point. Stop it's expecting. You can't expect, except you got to express how you feel no matter what. I mean, if you two are invested in each other forever, what's wrong with just investing your emotions and saying how you feel? How do, why would you look at it any other way? And at this point in your marriage, too, yeah. so at, at this, this point, point in your marriage, marriage how, like... You know each other. You're already, you're already friends. You yeah. already. You, you've seen the worst of each you've other. You've seen the worst. You smelt the worst you've of each other. You smelt the worst. You've seen the worst. You've been the worst. The worst. The worst. Like I've never <laughs> acted <laughs> some ways in in front of you. Than anyone else. Oh no. <laughs> Why would I? It's, it's like <clears throat> me too. It's the dark of the darkest part of me. Like yeah. you're the only one that's seen that. So you you are now a package. You're now one. Right. So what I was gonna say is like, why you gotta? That's the thing is, it's not just, and that's another thing. People think it's easier just to walk away and end it and all that. What, what you're not, what you're not thinking about. <clears throat> you have to walk there's away. Some, there's you have some to walk. Toxic. Away. Yeah, come on. We know dangering that. moments, yeah. but like, if this person isn't physically harming you, or alcoholic, drug addict, uh, uh, there's mental abuse too, where you're like, these people are. Uh, yeah. nar- is it narcissistic? I'm like, I don't know. Whatever. They're... What is that when they're only thinking about themselves? When, like all the time. Like where it's almost becoming like yeah, narcissist. It's almost like dangerous. Yeah, and you have that gut. You've got the feeling in your gut that you know danger over stupid. But your your fear locks you down. Doesn't make you have change. um, That's bad. But anyway, 
It really comes down to... Well, I was going to say the emotions. You're... You're... you're what you don't think about before that, what it becomes of that, is like, this is a change, not just you, it's an earthquake in life. Now you've cut off family, you've divided friends, you divide yourself, you gotta start all over. And I don't think people really think about that. The holidays, going to court, money. There's so many multi-levels of, oh God, this is gonna be a disaster. And not only, not only that, it's like the heartache. Sometimes, sometimes I ever thought like, oh my God, if I, if I did something, the heartache that I would give you, and I would think of the times of you sitting in the car sacrificing your entire youth, trusting when I said, come on this ride, I don't know what to expect, just come on this ride. Living poor, just going on a whim and a dream, and you invested those emotions, you invested that hope. What? What? And now I shattered it. But there are circumstances when that person who shatters it has a demon driving them. That's true too. You have addictions or you have, um, you've, you've got something in your head that's been planted there by- um, Something. Images like, or images, other people right? or, yeah, or whatever. Or, or, or right, like, and, and you, you've been told by something or somebody or something within you that it's okay to hurt this person because she's a bitch or, or he's a, or he's just, he doesn't respect me anymore and I'm, I'm not going to stroke his ego anymore and whatever, whatever the, like. Like you said, just don't let it get there. Yeah, when you start don't. drifting, yeah. when you start to drift and you're not close anymore and the passion's out of the bedroom and, and, and there's no date nights and there's no, there's no you and me time anymore and. When that starts to, because it all happens to all of us. I don't care who you are. If you have children, it's never you happened to me. Don't. Let's just say you don't have children, but like your lives are just so busy and your careers are so busy, you lose each other. And there's more, you know, like when you hold on, I, I get it. It's just it. Don't let it get there. Communicate, 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 communicate. And if you feel like the other person doesn't want to engage in trying to reconnect then you reach out for those safety net people and you, and you try to find other ways like yeah like what do you do if someone doesn't want to change yeah what, or what i don't do want to i'm set my ways i'm leaving you yeah like hey this is the way i am if you don't like it you know too bad uh-uh no, that's, that's another, not how you start nah, a nah, like what do you do then we need to get some other couples i i know but but that's a really sticky subject. People don't want to talk about that. Uh, yeah, I think you'd be surprised. Stick some wine in them and it might say anything. Maybe. A little cocktail here and there. And it might yeah, go. that's right. Because that's what we just talked about that leads you down. A I didn't say addiction. Just no, loosen you up. No, you don't need a substance to help you open up. No, but I said some people don't. Some people do. Anyway, if... if <laughs> Like, so, so you ever do that though? Have you ever done that where you're with another couple and you think you've hung out with them before and then they have a drink or two and you're like, whoa, so-and-so's kind of a dick. Yeah. 
I love scotch. I love scotch. Or, whoa, she's net. She's demeaning to him. Yeah. I didn't see that side because sometimes a drink or two brings out the true feelings, and that then you're like, whoa, I didn't know this. This is why this person doesn't talk, and this is why this person's so flirty, and this is why, and these two don't communicate. Wow, I did not see that. I don't drink anymore because I I would do that. I was not nice to you when I had alcohol in me. You were great until everyone left. Right, that's what I mean. I didn't, like, I just... I used to. There's more, more of a sugar imbalance, actually, than you. Now that I'm older and I can really. I really thought. I really thought you just, in the end, didn't like me, and just there was there was a part of you that truly wasn't. Probably didn't. Truly wasn't invested a hundred percent, and and. Was, there was a lot of resent. You weren't a lot, around a lot. Yeah, I didn't was, know how to handle that as right. a young twenty-something-year, you know, when you're alone a lot and yeah. you've never had that before, like. Right. But again, I reached out to my friends who were alone a lot. And how do you do this? How'd you do it back then? Was that the one friend, the one... We don't need to know who it was. Okay, but what was there a specific... What, I don't want to say which one. I'm going to say... The, 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 main, the main ingredient was that I knew somebody else was living this sort of lifestyle. And, I, and she always looked like she had her stuff together. And I wanted to know how she kept it together and did all the stuff she had to do. And she was, she gave me awesome advice. Mm. Awesome. And it stuck with me. And it made me break down that wall of resentment I had towards you when I was in that. Mm. Like, I totally crumbled the wall. So I praise God that she's in my life for those moments and, and really me back into reality. Hmm. Like you have to find those girlfriends and guy friends that reel you back in to help your marriage stay tight. You guys can't do it alone. And if you can, all for it, then you should be out there helping other couples. Like you have to know that you're not always right you're not always saying the right things. You're not always expecting the things. You you, you have to you be know, told you know by an outside sor- source what you may be looking at is not really what you're not yeah. looking at the whole picture. You know what we got to hit on? We don't have time today. We got to hit on family influence and how family can do damage. Dead. Family can do serious damage on a marriage. I mean... Serious damage. Woo! Good battles. That's a good one. All right, we gotta, we gotta. Ooh, what are you cooking? This is for tonight. Yeah. It's gonna be done by like four o'clock. Yup. That's what's great about the crock pot. <laughs> All right, good. Well, there you go. This me and D, a little marriage warrior stuff for you. It's a beautiful day. Try not watch it. I, I posted some stuff on Facebook and uh, and um, Instagram, and I know I was going to the news and blah blah blah. But I'll show you the power of, of brainwashing. We'll wrap this up. I posted a flag. I, I walked to the end of my driveway, and there's a flag. Okay, and the way the sun was hitting, it was absolutely stunning and beautiful. Beautiful. I'm staring at a deer right now, just grazing in a gra- it's, it's the, the, the wind is blowing, the leaves are falling. It's, 
It's stunning. So I go to get my garbage and I take a picture and every time I look at it, it reminds me of my father. My father was always about hanging his flag and he'd say, why isn't your flag hanging? So I, every time I look at it, I think of my dad and it, it gives me a smile. I feel good inside. I think of things that he taught me or I learned from him without even knowing. So I post the picture of the flag with the sun beaming in my front yard. And I said, this reminds me of my father. Now, where the mass, mindless brainwashing begins. The response. I never said anything else. All I said was, this reminds me of my father. 99.9% of people are like, oh, your father was great, and the veteran, and this thing, and my father's a veteran, and, and we have a flag, and it's, uh, I miss my mom, and some people made it about the flag, some people made it about their family, some people just made it about life. But there was a couple that went on my site. I was called a white supremacist, a white supremacist for a picture of a flag saying this reminds me of my father and then another another person said hey you watching football how cool you know what's your football team and I wrote unfortunately I walked away from football I did I walked away from football my wife has stage four cancer I don't know when her life's gonna end so I now value every single day of my life, our lives. I now value every moment. And I'm not going to lie to you. The politics, things, whatever's going on in football, I don't want to do with it. It's the more, ugh, the more I want it out. The more I want it out. It's unnecessary. Issues and and you have a right and you don't have a right and it's for the veterans it's not for the veterans and I fought so he can kneel and I fought so he can't kneel it's just that's dividing and conquering that's the madness so I said unfortunately I I walked away from football I spend my Sundays I'd rather this is what I wrote I'm reading it right now I'd rather spend my Sundays with my loved ones and my family than invest three hours watching that game anymore. I, it just, I, I'm not, I, I love baseball. I'll invest in baseball. It brought my family together. Football doesn't bring my family together. I, it's 99, now I'm just talking to a specific individual. This is not what I posted. This guy wrote this and I wrote it back. That's simple. This guy gets on, I listen to you on Howard Stern, and you are a small-minded, un-American, unpatriotic douchebag that is ruining our country. Your father would be ashamed. Uh, he fought for the... Like, dude, are you out of your fucking mind? Are you out of your fucking mind? 
This has nothing to do with that. Does this person... I said, I'd rather spend time with my family. I didn't get into why. I just... It, uh, ugh. You ever look at a picture, you go, ugh. I look at football, I go, eh, eh, nah, ugh. I don't care what the issues are. I don't care... But this guy is so brainwashed, along with a lot of people are brainwashed, investing their time reading every news article. Hey, son of a bitch, you see what's going on there? Here comes the debate. We're, we're being taught to debate and hate every word, every issue. You better be careful. You don't believe in brainwashing. Just read some of my comments and read the comments that come from it. When you, when I post a flag and I'm called a white supremacist because this makes me think of my father. And when I post and I say, I'd rather spend my Sundays. I walked away from football. I'd rather spend my Sundays with my loved ones and my family. And you're telling me I'm small minded unpatriotic and my father would be ashamed you are officially a fucking brainwashed unfortunate soul and it's happening to a lot of people I'm begging you turn it off walk away and be careful life's too short life is beautiful life is precious and the more you you, the more you invest time in news, mass media, and, and, and all the media, because they'll make you think we're on the edge of hell 24-7. We're not. We're not. Go outside and look around. You're not. Trust me. Thanks for listening, man. You guys are awesome. You really are. I love all you guys. I really, really love you guys. Thank you very much. Sir.